Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Um, Storm defeat the Knights twenty eight to ten. Really like what I'm seeing from the Storm. They looked clinical. They looked. It's probably in regards to like systems and like looking like they've got it all put in place and ready to go. It's Storm Warriors and Panthers for me at the moment that have looked the most um, fluid. Haven't really seen enough of the Broncos top tier side to see that. Um, you could argue that maybe the same with Manly uh, to a degree, so they might be included if they you know start round zero well. But Storm for me, uh, really like what I saw. If they are to do well this year, they need Kamakamitha to have a big, big year. And at least from the trial that I saw, I thought he was uh, outstanding. They looked clinical. Um, they're getting to certain points on the field where they nailed it. And to be honest, for a Knights pack, and I know that it's a trial and certain players were getting taken off earlier than others, so it's like uh, you sometimes you've got your top-tier side playing against a B-side, but because the, the A-side comes back on the field, you go, oh, they've been beating their A-side the whole time. But anyway, for a Knights team that absolutely dominated the Storm forward pack last time they played, I was actually quite surprised at how much the Storm forward pack dominated the Knights. Yeah, uh, the Melbourne Storm on paper, you know, it's not... <sighs> It's not an overly impressive side to me, but you're right, Kemi. They are – they're looking like one of the sides that just has it together. They just all know their role. They're all unified. They're going in one direction. Even that game the other day, like, obviously Harry Grant was fantastic and, and, and Hughes was pretty good, but, like, Pappy wasn't outstanding. Munster didn't play. A lot of positives to take from it. A, a lot of positives. And, I, like, even, even little things. Like, the difference between the Storm and the Knights' attack was every time – Go back and watch uh, Hezzet's try. Every single time in good ball, at the very least in good ball, every time a playmaker would take the ball to the line, he'd have three options. Inside, outside, out the back. Whereas the Knights, they didn't do that. And you go look at Hezzet's try, that's what scored it. He just threw dummy, dummy. And it's because all defenders were like looking at different men around him. And they were doing that pretty regularly, the Storm, was taking the ball to the line with three options and just trusting the fact that there's going to be a hole somewhere in, in the defensive line. Uh, and that is 
like it sounds like an easy thing where you go, of course you should run in pairs and of course forward should, but you'd be surprised how many teams forward pack just just don't. Like they don't run in pairs. They don't give their halves any options. If, if their job isn't on the menu for that set, they'll just kind of like mosey on around. At the Storm, that does not happen. You have a job every second of every set at the Storm and um, you get Munster back in that side and you get Pappy flying again. I, I thought Pappy was solid. He's... Jesus, classy. I think his ball playing has improved so much over the last two years. Timmy, what do you think of the Knights? Uh, Storms. Yeah, I mean, look at these trial games, and one of the biggest takes you, you take out of the preseason challenge is just depth insides. And obviously, this was a strong, strong list that's gone out for the Storm. But in recent years, their depth hasn't been terrific. If they had one or two injuries to key players, they looked a bit light on, or over the Origin period, if they have key players out like Munster and Grant. But Jonah Pezzett, who has shown glimpses in limited opportunities over the last 12 months, he was terrific for them. He was probably the best player on the field, along with Jerome Hughes, was terrific as well. Um, but Pezzett, some really good signs there. He's, um, He's he definitely play- developing. Yeah. You can see, and I mean, it's, it's typical Storm where a guy comes in and you go, he had a lot of hype, you know, played the New South Wales game. Doesn't really kick on the way you think, but year on year, you just see him go a little better. bit better, a little he, bit better. He plays really deep into the line. He's he's happy to take that hit. He looks like a pretty tough unit. And off the back of it, they, there are so many points. Yeah. They, um, I liked what I saw there. So, you know, you look at Fire Logo to come in and, and back up Pappenhaus, and you've got Pezzett to back up both of the halves there. If Munster or Hughes are out, they're well placed. What did we uh, make of Sean Law? I think that he he did his job really well. Mm. Didn't get through that much work, um, but he ran all these lines he needed to, stayed on his edge. Sometimes for wide edge running forwards, like you can look at their stats and go, and, but if you actually watch the game and how much work they get through off the ball, um, I thought he was solid. If I'm, if I'm honest, I thought Howarth was really good. I think physically, at the very least, Howarth is ready. Wasn't it interesting, like... It was a surprise that there was no Bloor starting there, but Howarth still couldn't get a start. It was Kane Bradley over him. It just... I'm with you. Howarth did look good. Uh, and look, I think he had... If there's one concern with Howarth that, you know, maybe this is why he hasn't started yet, is that he can have that, you know, that error or that misread in defence or whatever. Mm. But I thought... I thought he was really... I just... I thought every time he ran the ball, he essentially found his front. He won nearly every bit of contact he was in. Um, yeah, I thought Howarth was good. I would love to just be a fly on a wall for two weeks with Jack Alf and just see, just try and make <laughs> sense of this situation. Do you reckon he's just basically almost playing a bit of mind games with him in this trial by going, I'm going to start Bradley, see how you react to that? Mate, I, I've got no idea, but fuck, he's, Craig Bellamy's got me in an absolute pretzel when it comes <laughs> to Jack Alf. I'd hate to know what's going on in Jack Alf's head trying to work it all out. Yeah, because I'm just trying to look here. Yeah, so he played oh, – he doesn't have the frigging minutes. Annoying. That is annoying. But, yeah, I thought he was really good. Every time mm-hmm. he, he ran the ball, yep. he looked really strong in contact. I think physically he's absolutely ready for first grade now. Um, but it's going to be yeah, going to be super int- – like, what, what surprised me about the no blow and how we're starting is, like, I feel like that's the last thing they need is just that bit of punch on the edge, and it rounds out their forward pack really well. Yeah. Because, um, like, the concern – now, look, maybe – Bellamy's looking at it like, look, we have enough punch, as in, not punch, sorry, we have enough ball-playing explosiveness 
that we just need really good defensive players on the edge. Because you could, I mean, Kenny Bromwich was really good in attack, but you could make the argument that Kofusi and Kenny Bromwich weren't renowned for their attack. Mm. And so maybe Bellamy's argument is, I need really good defensive edge back rowers, and I'll rely on our ball players getting us to right points in the field to get us the points. Especially with Eli Katoa on the right edge, who adds so much strike for him. So he might, as I said, he might be just going, I just need the best defensive back rower there. And that combination between Eli Katoa and Jerome Hughes, that could be something very, very special this season. They are obviously limited time since Eli Katoa came over from the Warriors. Geez, they're going to do some damage together. Um, Hughes, I reckon, is in for a massive year. He just looks, mm. he just looks on. He just yeah. looks on. Another year with that combination with uh, Eli Katoa, they could be very destructive. And Katoa as well, just the energy they had. I thought it was a really, really promising trial for the, the Storm. They looked smooth. They looked silky. As I said, Kamakamitha, if he can have the best year of his career, that's exactly what I need. Another guy that I really liked is Lazarus. Because, not necessarily because he you know, killed it in the stats or, or whatever, but he got belted the first few runs that he had. And he, it's almost surprising because you're like, he is huge. But you don't, you don't realise, you can have a 19-year-old that's 110 kilos in the gym. He's stronger than all the first graders. But there's just something about NRL man strength that is just different. He got belted to the first few uh, tackles and he just kept turning up, kept turning. And then eventually he started getting a bit of momentum. The other one that I liked coming off the bench was uh, Tristan Powell. He didn't, he didn't like set the world alight, but I thought he was really solid. He's uh, come from the Queensland Cup last year, playing for the Tigers from uh, Harvey Bay, Jermaine Hopgood territory. Um, he's another one that I wouldn't be surprised to get a bench spot at some point throughout this season. What about uh, big Joe Chan as well? Yeah, big the, Joey Chan. The he's a little smoky, I think. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, eight runs, 115 metres. I thought he was big, big body. Got through a bit of work there. Um, looked pretty damaging. They yeah, really that line need, break as well. The line yep. break as well. Yeah, they really need one of these fours to just jump out of the Well, that's it. Between yeah. all those, those sure boys just mentioned, like, Powell's, Powell's terrific, as you said, Guru in limited opportunity. Chan, like, Kamakamitha, starter for them. He was outstanding. If just one of these sort of fringes can lift and give them a bit of extra go in the middle. Yep. Um, They're begging was, for it. Yeah, they need, just one of them needs to stand <clears> up. I thought Christian Walsh looked much better as well. Mm. He looked... Um, I guess less tentative uh, than last year, understandably, obviously, the injury. Yep. Um, so, yeah, great signs, great signs for the Storm. Uh, the Knights, um, I don't know if, if it's this game, so apologies if I get this wrong, guys, but I felt like in the Knights' defence, I felt like they took their players off, their first graders off quicker than the Storm. And that's where some of the points came from. I, I apologies if I get, got that wrong. It might have been a different game that that happened. Um, I guess the the it's not a concern, but I did think their forward pack was a bit lacklustre to what we had seen last year. Last year, we by the end of the year, we saw a super aggressive, almost like one of the most aggressive forward packs in the competition. I was a bit surprised at, especially the first 20 minutes, where they just got completely dominated, like completely dominated. Yeah, um, I thought they were very clunky to start. I was actually really disappointed by Newcastle mm, and how okay. they looked. Based on where they were at last year, based on all the players they had playing for them, I thought they looked very out of sorts, to be honest with you. It's probably the clunkiest I've seen Newcastle look in a long time. And it's only it's a trial, a, but... I, I, yeah. I'm hoping it's just a bit of pre-season complacency. Mm, mm. You know, they ran out a decent team as well in week one of trials with some good enough footballers there. I'm hoping it's just... Because defensively, they're really ordinary. Like Adam Elliott made some really uncharacteristic defensive errors there. I'm hoping they're just going, sweet, let's get to round one. It'll be business as it was towards the back end of last yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, and as you said, like the Elliott Katoa try, you, you know, you could have got a 
bust through that gap. That was just, just the heads just opened up. The the Jonah Pizzette try, as you yeah. said, just poor communication. Showing going ball. through the middle, like it was just yeah, so weird. Yeah, um, it's hard because you you don't know with the trials. You just don't know. You know, for example, uh, the Pezet try. You could go all right. Elliot and Kai Pierce Paul played no rugby league together, so you know maybe that's the reason. Um, I think the Hastings. Obviously, the try on Hastings, it was through Hastings. Hey, Hastings turned in, and then the Senate didn't cut. Who was the well? There Senate? was um, uh, Dylan Lucas sort of shot up, and Hastings sort of stayed. You could just like once again, just guys that haven't. Yeah, so ma- that's what I mean. Maybe it's combinations. Yeah. So I can excuse that. It was just the thing that I was a bit, as I said, a bit surprised. It's just the energy. I didn't see the same. Even like I don't think Marju broke a freaking tackle. Where's the big fella? Maybe one. Yeah, and then every two tackles. Op- yeah, and every opportunity they got down that left edge, the. You know, Bradman Best took it like Marshy didn't really get all that much ball in that mm. game, uh, which is to me a sign that things aren't flowing with mm. Newcastle. Even just like Gagai, six runs, 38 minutes, the no minutes thing is so annoying. Yeah, because you don't Cause know. Because you can't know, yeah. but like Gagai, he's a veteran, he's waiting for round one to go bang. Mm. But also, like, like the amount of times they went to the right and the ball hit the ground, yeah. you just weren't oh. seeing that at all from Newcastle yeah. last year. Definitely clunky. Like their attack, positive though, some positives. I thought Kale and Ponga looked slick. Yep, in the limited time that he had, um, just he's really just cementing himself as, you know, he's almost guaranteeing you an eight and a half out of ten every week, which is exactly what you want from Michael and Ponga. And yeah, even just watching him, you know, pre-game when he was warming up and everything, you know, two years ago, KP was sort of just had like a carefree sort of body language all the time. It's completely flipped now. He mm. looks all business to me in every single game, KP. Like you, you can just see it in his eyes now. Yeah, agreed. It, it, like to be honest, it, it seems like boy to man. It made it does. It yeah, really like yeah. even the way he talks in. He looks like a genuine, a captain of a club, very professional, almost business like. Whereas a younger KP, and understandably so, he's young. That's yeah. that's part of that's what growing up is all about. Yeah. Is as you said, super cruisy. Look, I'm so good that I've got enough talent that I'll just turn it on. Now it's. Um, yeah, I'm such a fan of KP's journey. It's it's genuinely one of the greatest journeys in rugby league, especially if he if they go on to do something special, that'll be almost the final notch in it. You know, he's done Origin, he's come back from basically being all over in rugby league, so and also winning the Dalian. Uh, I thought Daniel Saifidi when he did um, get his opportunity, I thought that he got through a fair bit of work. Twelve runs, 129 meters, 62 post contact, two tackle breaks. Um, so that's a positive. That's a positive. How about his little effort there to oh. trick the ref? Um, <laughs> Jacob went off the field and... Uh, what about his brother sold him down the river? Yeah. Didn't yeah. take one from his bro. Yeah, he said, yeah, yeah I'll take that 10 on the, the chin for the brother. 10 on the pine. They made him come all the way back out in uh, very 90% humidity, 35 degrees. Ratted him straight away. Straight back off. Will the ref even finish the sentence? He was like, no, it wasn't me. It was the brother. <laughs> Holy. I'm not robbing a bank with you. Yeah. Let me out. <laughs> Hammy just mentioned uh, the weather over there, very hot, very humid. The thing that stood out for me, the minutes that Kai, Paul, Kai Pierce-Paul played over there. I was surprised. Uh, I was shocked. I, and also I was surprised that he wasn't completely gassed as well. I thought the speed of the game would get yeah. to him. Obviously he had that one um, miscommunication with Adam Elliott. Did, did you see like this superstar just explode on the scene? Uh, no, you didn't. But did you see what I? The thing that I loved about Kai Pierce Paul's performance is just the effort areas. Yep. Like there was a guy out there that doesn't rest on the fact that he is genetically, you know, gifted. Um, Eighteen tackles, only one miss. 
that's pretty good on the that's pretty good on the edge, especially in your first game against the Melbourne Storm, who notoriously two pass shifts to the edges. That's what they do. Good solid hit out. He's going to be a slow burn, as we've just spoken about yeah. many times. He, it may not even be this year where he hits what we think he can, but I loved his attitude. I reckon around the origin period, around that yep. time, ten okay. weeks. So so in uh, mate, I I'd watched a lot of him in the Super League and stuff. I was very impressed. I couldn't believe how big he was. Freaking massive. He's as big as the Saifidi brothers, tallness, tall-wise. Mate, he looked bigger than them to it's me. Crazy. I couldn't believe The CBA shirt would have looked like a crop top on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sent him a 6XL and it was too tight. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, just just physically, he is such a specimen. Yeah. He's and, uh, look, the only thing he's going to struggle with is, is probably speed of the game. Like as in, mm. the only concern I have is speed of the game. I think that he'll be able to handle it, but... When you get guys that big on the edge and you get, you know, outside backs that just go, oh, yes, footwork, that's going to be the toughest thing for him. I thought it was interesting too, as the game went on and he stayed on the left side, they brought Dylan Lucas back on Mm. on the right side, which is interesting. Um, I Just eyeballing it now, I would say Dylan Lucas starts on the left edge round one, but I reckon by the end of the year because of Dylan Lucas's versatility, I reckon there's a good chance he ends up. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jersey 17 for them. Yeah. Um, I think Leo Thompson in the small little glimpse that we saw, I think he's in for a big year. I really do. I know that, you know, it didn't, wasn't the best game for the Knights, but he does seem like a player playing. To be honest, it looks like a player inspired by Fisher Harris. Like it really does, and I, I know that sounds silly. You know, they're both in the NRL, but I saw a lot of similarities in the way he was getting about his work. I don't think it sounds silly at all. I think it's exactly what it is. Thanks, Guru. Appreciate that, mate. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, anything else on the Knights? No. No. What, what What are we looking at with the halves? Do we expect Gamble to be round? Oh. One? That's, yeah, okay. So I actually had my sh- tea and show notes here. Let me just get them up really quickly. Thank you. There we go. Yeah. Cogger is a sneaky little 14, maybe. I am really torn about this because yeah. I thought Cogger had the most direction of any half mm. when, that, when he was on. Even at nine, so the first 20 minutes. Now, maybe the gas had been taken out of the game, but as soon as he came on at nine, they were super direct, way more... Um, Decisive in what they were doing. I'm get, it's getting harder and harder to keep him out of the. Look, he'll definitely be 14 in my opinion. Definitely be 14, but it's gonna. I think there's gonna be a lot of pressure on. Say so he'll definitely be 14, assuming Jaden Braley's not playing round one. Yeah, well, like that spending time at nine really suggested that Braley's maybe not good to start. He's got that. I think it's a hammy twin yeah, or something. So. It, based on that and spending time, there, it looks like he'll be 14. Gamble and Hastings in the half. But I tell you what, that you know. Because Hastings probably hasn't had the best trials. Yep. You know, if, if, if that form carries on into the season and even gamble and you're desperate for a, a, like a hyper-confident, uh, not that Hastings isn't confident, but Cogger just seems very, very like, this is where we're going. Hasn't it been a dreadful 18 months for Jaden Braley? Rives oh. there, club captain, gets injured, Phoenix Crossland turns into a top 10 hooker in <laughs> rugby league out of nowhere, and then Jack Cogger 
signs as a reserve grader, wins a premiership, almost the MVP of the fucking grand final, <laughs> and now arrives there and gets first shot at 14, who he could look sensational there. Yeah, I thought he was great. Really, really good. Um, and it's going to put so much pressure on Hastings and uh, yep. Gamble. The, the, only, the one thing I hope for Knights, though, is that it doesn't put too much pressure where you're chopping and changing your halves constantly. You, like, for example, let's say you start the year, first three games, you know, you win one, you lose two, looks a bit clunky, but Cogger comes on every game and kills it. What are the fans going to be asking for immediately? Get him in their halves, yeah. but you don't want to go too quickly because then that's a new halves pairing. And then what if that doesn't work? And then you bring someone else in. That doesn't, you know what I mean? And, and by the end of the season, you've had six halves pairings combination. So that's the only... My, uh, my big worry the entire pre-season was that Cogger and Hastings were too much alike. Mm. The more I watch them, the more I just think, fuck, if KP's swinging on both sides, yeah. does he just get the best ball possible off both yeah. of these I think, that, I think that's exactly right, Rue. It's, it's like, all right, that, they are similar. They probably wouldn't work together in a lot of teams, but that team is about getting Caelan Pong a clean ball, yeah. and they can both do that. Yeah. If you had asked me said that to me uh, last trial, I would have said way too similar. After watching his ability to adapt in nine working with the halves, I think even Gamble's going to have to have pressure on his sixth role uh, as well. Oh, I think it's been very evident that the best 25 minutes of Newcastle Knights football so far this year was in that trial last week when it was Cogger and Hastings. Yep. Yeah. Great problem to have. And look, Gamble, if, if um, Braley isn't good, Gamble's a great 14 to have on the bench if you do decide to go down that route. Uh, all right, that's uh, Storm B Knights. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 